Welcome to another Tabletop Ramble, your base for all tabletop gaming. I'm your host, Jacko. On this week's show, I'm joined by the Tabletop Ramble crew as we try to take on the Alien RPG once again. In the Kickstarter kick around, we take a look at the long shot dice game, Hibernation, and the Sentinels in the Multiverse Definitive Edition. But before all that, here's this week's Tabletop Gaming News. A couple of months ago I mentioned that the Metal Gear Solid game being published by IDW Games has ceased production. We gained this information through game designer Emerson Matsuchi. Just recently though, according to artpotions.com, IDW are still bringing us a Metal Gear Solid game. Now this isn't the same game that Emerson was talking about as he has the rights to the game, just not the license to the Metal Gear Solid. So Art Potions are a company that design the artwork that goes on many board game boxes. On this box for Metal Gear Solid, the new game is titled Psycho Mantis Battle. From this we can see that this is going to be a two player game and should take between 30 to 45 minutes and is recommended for ages 14 plus. We do know this isn't the same game that Emerson was working on as it says that this is a game by Adam B Metal and Pete Walsh. We can only assume by this that IDW do still have the rights to the game that is made by Economy. As it stands though, there are no details from IDW that has been given out yet, nor have they updated the version of the Emerson game. On the IDW website, it's still actually showing the latest update was back in November 2019 and it's still saying that it's available for pre-order, so I think they have fallen a little bit behind the times. I have reached out for IDW for an update on both the Psycho Mantis Battle version and the Emerson version. As soon as they get back to me, I'll let you know what they said. Metal Gear Solid. The RPG of June, Adventures in the Imperium, is now available as a standalone PDF, both from Medivius.net and DriveThroughRPG.com. I've got incredibly high hopes for this, as I really do like the world that Frank Herbert has created, with all these different houses vying for power, it's full of politics and conflict, there's going to be combat involved, plus you've got the likes of the mysterious Bene Gesserit with their psychic abilities, I can see this being amazing. So sticking with RPGs, 
A certain solo one was brought to my attention earlier this year. This was called Iron Swan. Now, due to the current circumstances that we've been going through, having an RPG that you could play solo was definitely worthwhile taking a look at, and I thought it was really, really good. An amazing thing about this is that you can actually download the PDF with all the rules totally for free. Earlier on this year, author Sean Tomkin announced that he was going to be doing a sci-fi version called Ironsworn Starforge. So this is taking the grim fantasy setting of Ironsworn and allowing you to take these ventures into a sci-fi outer space setting. Once again, this will be for solo and co-op guided play. Just a few days ago, Sean Tomkin announced on his Twitter page that the Starforge will be coming to Kickstarter on April the 27th. I know there's a lot of people waiting for this. If Iron Swarm was anything to go by, Starforge will be really good as well. If you want to have a listen on how Iron Swarm is played, then our very own RPG guru has recorded his first part of the Iron Swarm fantasy adventure. I'll put a link to this on our Discord channel and again on the website. The last bit of news is a bit of a weird one and it's only just happened. So a couple of days ago on the 18th of April, Warhammer or Games Workshop, they announced that they were pausing their pre-order system. This comes on the back of what could be best described as a mixed reception to their latest Curse City, which a lot of people were complaining that the pre-orders sold out too quick, so a lot of people were not able to get their game. Now, I don't know if it's actually relating to that, but in a statement that was released on the Warhammer community website, it's saying that basically it's a pretty weird time for anyone making physical products and shipping them around the globe. There are loads of fantastic things on the way over the next few months, but we have to make some changes to when the next batch of incredible Warhammer releases come out. And we wanted to keep you up to date with everything that's going on. Everyone at Games Workshop is working really hard to get all of your orders to you in good time so you can continue to enjoy the Warhammer hobby, whether that's via gamesworkshop.com or forgeworld.co.uk, your Warhammer store or your friendly local gaming centre. With this in mind, over the next couple of weeks there will be a short pause while there will be no new pre-orders. Have no fear though, new releases will be coming your way before you know it. So this seems very strange. Coming from a company the size of Games Workshop or Warhammer, whatever they want to go by nowadays, this seems really strange because they're a company that constantly have pre-orders available and it's always feeding the next new big product to come out. But they've not said when it's going to be restarting. It's a bit of a head-scratcher why this happened. I mean, maybe it is only a blip in the system and therefore they've had to pause it for a couple of weeks. I mean, if it had been something to do with, I don't know, the shortages of containers or, or struggling uh, to get shipping, but they're not using any excuses like that. It's pretty much just saying that they want to pause for a couple of weeks. What's adding to this peculiarity is that they also seem to have pulled all the online advertising, comments and YouTube videos. So this is seeming very strange. I think it's best we just watch this space to see what happens next, really.
Here we are guys, I've reassembled the crew as we take on another episode of the Alien RPG, Chariot of the Gods, which is a part of the starter set. Just a bit of a warning that there might be some swear words and scene of horror, so it's probably not best listened to by the younger ears. Hope you enjoy. On the previous episode, we reawaken the crew of the Kronos that have been missing for 75 years. They've suffered numerous mysterious deaths, one of which we witness as a strange creature popped out of one of their eyeballs. Their acting Captain Johns has taken lead of his depleted crew and is learning how to be friends with our very own Captain Miller. Davis, the pilot, has used her charms to anger just about every one of their crew and is currently being escorted by their marine security detail. Wilson the Yutani rep is sticking his beak in where it's not wanted and sneaking alone around the ship. Their Dr Flynn is desperate to try to inject us with what she's claiming to be a vaccine that she reckons will stop our heads exploding. She is accompanying our mechanic Rye who is trying desperately to change the air filters to make the ship's air breathable. And this is where we take up the story. where that was in the scrubber, you see these three uh, strange little eggs uh, that have embedded themselves behind uh, the scrubber and into the oxygen uh, system. And uh, I guess maybe to represent that, that stress that, that came up is that um, all three of them open and puff this uh, oh, black, black smoke uh, into your face. And you, you are wearing your, your, you are wearing your visor, aren't you? Yeah, I am wearing my visor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but um, we need to take a panic roll um, because you rolled that symbol. So do me a panic roll. What did you get? Got an eight. Boom. Tremble. You start to tremble uncontrollably. All skill rolls using agility suffer a minus two modification until your panic stops. Okay. Um, and just to remind you all, you all should have a little iconic item, so you can spend one turn playing with your iconic item to remove one stress level. Um, and I believe stopping just in panic until another character comes to your aid and makes a command roll. This counts as a slow action in combat. Um, being panicked stops when you're broken, which basically means you're dead or incapacitated. <laughs> Or one full, <laughs> or one full turn passes. So I'll let you know when a full turn has passed and you panic. Um, um, Mike, give me an oxygen roll while you're there as well, because you know that's been some heavy lifting you've had to do. A shock. Um, let's see how the oxygen's doing. In you should be rolling five. Oh, have you only got three remaining? You should be rolling five. I've got. I had. You, you. I think we've already rolled for a consumable. And I've already, I'm down to three. So you've only got three air left, but yeah. you haven't, you haven't rolled uh, another face hooker there. So you've still got three oxygen left. So you're fine. Um, so I think. Well, that's an interesting way of defining fine, but okay. Mike, are you, are you, are you going to continue? I'm, 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 with I'm your replacing these scrubbers with air than Rob is. 
Are you going to continue yes. with your job of, of replacing these scrubbers, despite what you found, or what, what are you going to do? I'm going to I'm going to just quite try and do the job as quickly as I can because we need to get in and out. It's it's otherwise this is we can't get we can't move forward, can we? So yeah, I'm going to go for it again. Okay, give it a more professional roll. Yeah, give me another roll. Nah, that'd be fine. You'll be weak. There we go. And you've you've got a success this time. So you, um, I don't know. You describe to me what what do you? Uh, there are four of these you've got to replace. Um, and it was just that one, that first one that disintegrates in your hand and had those eggs behind them. Do you, but you do you do you scoop them out of the way? What 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 do you do about this situation? I'm I'm. Well, I, they're all in different They're all in different um, slots, aren't they? So yeah. I'm just moving to the next slot um, and pulling pulling out these scrubbers as quickly as possible, ignoring all the dust and debris and, and crap that I'm having to um, wade through to, to get this sex. job done. And yeah, <clears throat> um, so I'm not the I'm not the strongest guy in the world, but I am the tech. So therefore, I just get this job done, um, and we're we're in and out now without uh, without a hitch. Okay. So. Um, and you you audibly and and through the shaking in that you audibly feel a difference now in the in the buzzing coming from this air scrubber. It, it, it sounds starting to sound like it it should do now. It's not struggling uh, the same as it was before. Now it's had these uh, these cartridges. Uh, changed. Um, so let's cut back to uh, perhaps John's and Captain Miller. So you are still going at it head to head, uh, arguing uh, over this. But um, uh, Mother interrupts uh, John's and, and, and um, John's. I'm afraid I have some bad news about the condition of the Kronos. Is, is now a good time? Uh, and I think John's was like getting really worked and he was like, you know, I did... Yes, mother, it's a fine time. What is it? I'm afraid to report the comms array um, is down and needs repair, as do three of the four engines. I see the air scrubbers are back online, though. Some good news there, sir. Yes, well, thank heaven for small mercies. Um, one thing at a time, I think. One thing at a time. Um, I tell you what, Miller, fine, fine. We can compromise. If it'll make you feel better to get an inoculation while you hold a whopping great machine gun in your hands, we can do that. But let's just go. Let's just make some progress. Let's 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 at least get downstairs where the air is better. Okay, this is this is communication. This is good. And did you mention that the uh, engine? Did Mother mention that the engines are out? Three of the four of them will be, and we'll need someone to go and have a, a tinker with those. Perhaps your air scrubber uh, colleague would be up for a little <laughs> light uh, light machinery work. Well, I'm sure he'd love to do some machinery work. Yeah. He, he, you may find it hard it's, to believe. It's, 
believe he lives to tech. Sorry, I'm no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just rising like our team, you know, because someone's got to. Um, I do believe that there, there was a, 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 let me think, there was a fifth member of our crew. Which, yeah, um, yeah, Ch- Cham, he's a, he's a roughneck, so, um, yeah, I forgot about him. I'm sure he could help out uh, Mike's character as well with whatever tasks need doing. I think- okay, well, I think it's important that we get this ship moving, regardless of whether we're inoculated or not. And we should get the tech I, uh, right Yeah, I think if we can get the if we can get the air online, get the engines turned on, get moving. We can fix the comms as we go and and have another chat about making sure that your head doesn't explode. But I think I think it's important to remember that uh, when it comes to crew members, you're kind of short at the moment, and uh, I have quite a few. So perhaps it would be better if we worked together. Um, mother, did, did, did we not just agree that we were going to go get you a bloody great gun? I thought we were compromising. I thought this was communication. Yes, it is. Let's uh, let's go and do I'm that. I agree with you. We did engines and the comms. It's all. It's everything you wanted. It's everything you wanted. Yeah. So we should really maybe just a little kickback. Just a little kickback, and you let us make sure your head doesn't explode. But one thing at a time. One thing at a time. We'll get to that in the in time. So let's let's think maybe of this as a. Time. 50-50 command, shall we? Sir, yes, I'm... Let's, let's, let's. I'm getting Good. errors from the reactor room, and I'm afraid the engines will need repairing from the outside. Well, it shows what I know, Mother. I didn't realize you could do it from the inside. I mean... Well, looks like that's what the X do. The exterior <laughs> of the, the ship, sir. <laughs> Well, we've got plenty of um, we've got plenty of EVA suits, so that shouldn't be a problem. It's more just finding a willing and skilled mechanic. But it seems like you're, uh, by your own admission, it seems like you're overrun with crew. So uh, yeah. I'm sure that won't well, be a problem. Ch- Chams, uh, lending us, uh, Chams, you with been... our, our poultry and skeleton crew. Uh, the, the, Quite the literally roof. skeleton crew, I believe. Anyway, <laughs> yes, you should see them yeah, just yeah. outside the door. Which reminds me. The roughneck that we forgot about, Cham, is like awkwardly been forgotten and he's just been stood there in the corner listening to all this and uh, <laughs> maybe you two notice him and it, it, I'll, I'll, I'll go find Rai uh, and get on with that. So Cham Thank goes you. off to go find Mike's character and uh, deal with the reactor mm-hmm. and, the, and deliver the bad news to, to Rai, Mike's character, about the reactor and the spacewalk that's needed to sort out the engines. Um, maybe let's cut to your character, Jacko, and you're you're with the Colonial Marine, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I like to think that you almost run into uh, Pete's character. He's running back up. He's on. He's back on deck A, uh, running round the corner, uh, and you you almost slam in slam into each other. Shit, Davy, what's where you going? Who's this? What's going um, on? Well, we're on our way to the armory. Get get ourselves tooled up. I want myself some more big guns. What? Yep. What? But, armory. But, um, yeah. What's happened? What's happened to your suit? It's looking a bit um, crispy. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a little instant, but you know, don't worry. Nothing we can't handle. You know that. 
you're just run into me with this kind of smell a bit off as well with with this, this person next to you this king kind of door frame uh, hi um nice to meet you and you're going to the armory read um what's going on we're not going to uh, the actually, armory we're going to the med lab you need inoculations Dr. Flynn has ordered it. Your captain right, has agreed to this. Reed, yeah? Yes. You, that, that's who you are, Reed, yeah? Um, right, what's your rank on this ship? <laughs> what do Very you actually music. do on this ship? <laughs> Could kick your ass? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Well, Reed is the security <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Reed's, Reed's the security You're security, and you're, taking us, and you're taking us to MedLab for what reason? I'm escorting you to MedLab. You've got a lot of catching up on to do. For I see. what reason? No, I, I want to know. Before I move, I mean, I, 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 I trust Davies. So he's, you know, he's, she's a fantastic pilot. But I've never met you before, and you're issuing orders under whose authority? She, she turns to Davies. Are you going to explain this? I ain't got time for this. I don't give a fuck. To be fair. Um, you explain it. Go see your captain. I've got other things to do, and, and she wanders off. She's had enough. She's. Davis, what the fuck's going on, man? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna go after this marine, and I was gonna pull it to one side. Let's go right. Okay. Obviously, you're not too bothered about this inoculation. Can you tell me anything that we do need to know? There's no one else around. You don't need to report anyone. Is there anything that we need to I'm know? Is this you, to read? You're saying this. I'm saying this to the marine. I just want to. Yeah, yeah, to read. Yeah. So uh, as you spin, you grab her by the shoulder, and as you spin her around, you see her face isn't looking quite normal. There are black veins starting to show up all over her uh, skin, and out of nowhere, she just swipes at you with some serious power and let me roll yeah she uh, hits you so hard it flings you across the corridor um, and straight against the the bulkhead and uh, the back of your helmet just caves caves in it and uh, it's you know if you precious it wasn't wasted your your uh, helmets as good as Right. knackered now how do you react to this I'm, I'm gonna go hey hey weed weed love sweetheart calm down take a breath slow it down um, I can see I can see things are a little different right now how about I'm guessing you've just woken up and aren't going particularly well is there anywhere secure we could go right now um, she just doesn't seem to understand the words and she just leaps at you uh, and pushes you to the Whoa. ground and starts throttling you around the neck. She's clawing at you, uh, trying to, to, to... She's ripping at your suit, beating down on your chest. Right. Uh, uh, am I still, I'm still with it? Yeah, you're with it. Yeah, you... Yeah, yeah. So I, I get myself up. I'm gonna run over and I'm gonna like smack Baby, her on the back. Baby, fucking thing off of me. Yeah, I'm just gonna sorry. smack her. I've got the um, not the fl not the flamethrower a bit, but I'm gonna hit her with it like over the back of the head, try and knock her out, sort of thing. Okay, give me a. I think it's called a combat roll. You should have that on your 
uh, character sheet somewhere. <coughs> you owe me one for this, by the way. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Well, I did say you'd get paid well. <laughs> so you have a close combat uh, stat of zero, but you do have a strength of two, so I think that will roll two dice for you. Would I... Could I... Uh, uh, like, pause? Yeah, you oh, could no, you could assist him. So the in the mechanics of this game, if you assist someone, if if um, if they suffer stress, then you both suffer stress. If that's the consequence of helping, but he will get an extra dice. So if it asks you for a modifier, uh, Jack, just add yeah. uh, one. Oh wow! So yeah, two successes. So um, you're going to get a stun from that. So just describe to me what you're trying to do first. You're banging and smashing them in the back of the head because you've got the incinerator haven't you yeah yeah so i mean i'm not trying to kill anyone i'm just trying to like knock her unconscious just to stop the like killing her pete sort of thing although or maybe i shouldn't have done that helpful but... thank you <laughs> no 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 it's not all good we're pretty trying to get off of me yeah yeah so it's just trying yeah, to yeah. Yeah. really yeah let me just see what the stunts are that come with uh, close combat um, so you've inflicted one point of damage. For every other success, you can inflict another point of damage. Um, you can outmaneuver your enemy and create a, cr trade initiative cards. Well, we're not using that at the moment. You can knock or pull a weapon or other object from your opponent. That's not applicable. Your opponent is knocked to the ground. Um, you hold your opponent in a grapple. Um, so you're saying you're wanting, you're attempting to knock them out. Um, so I guess you might want to go for two the damage. Uh, let me just see how much damage. Either that or knock to the ground, maybe one of the two. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's certainly not enough to kill them, and it's not enough to knock them out. So um, do you want to go for the grapple as your bone as your stunt there then? Uh, can do. Or maybe I was thinking maybe knock them to the ground. Oh right, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah your opponent is knocked to the ground. So yeah, you you know you bang them on the back of the head, you know, and they take some damage. You see their head uh, split open and blood uh, starts pouring out, and they roll uh, roll off, but they're they're certainly not out. Uh, I'm literally trying to disengage as fast as I can from this person and get off of me. Um, oh, are we on the floor together? Are we, yeah, are yeah, she's uh, been knocked off you and, and you're on the floor. Well, before you can react, um, she kind of rises up, pushes you aside and just scarpers off uh, down the corridor and turns a corner and she's gone. You definitely got away with women, Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that, that was interesting. Uh, what the fuck is going on? So I sort of uh, pull Wilson to one side and like I try and give him a lowdown of everything that we've seen up in there. And then is, is there anything that you've noticed? Because obviously something on the ship's not right. Um, right. Um, <laughs> from what I can tell, um, yes, you're pretty much spot on. Uh, um, crew, can you remember any of the names of the crew that are still with us at all? Well, Cooper's got a bit of a headache. He's gone. There's a new captain called so uh, Johns. Well remembered. Yeah. Have you, have, have, you, have you come across somebody called um, Flynn or Clayton at all? Yeah, there was a Dr. Flynn, medicine woman. Um, 
<laughs> For boy, that just been a What a reference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Flynn's. What's Flynn said to you guys? Flynn just wants to jab us. She's constantly trying to get us, um, take some inoculation, which I'm not buying for one second. Because they're going yeah, on about okay. trying to inoculate um, us. Um, like they're saying they picked up some virus, but I've never seen a virus create right. something that jumps out of your eye. Let's go somewhere a little bit more secure. I'm going to try and head towards the... Um, the Because the, um, where are we? Are we on... We're You're still... back on deck, eh? On, on, are we on the same floor as the um, armor? We're not, are we? Uh, let me have a closer look at deck A. Scrub uh, Sorry, I no, deck, uh, deck a, B a good was idea had the armor. If we at least armor, we're clearly in a hostile environment. I think these, if there's some kind of infection, it would probably serve all of us best if we at least arm up. Um, maybe if we go down to the armory, pick up some kits, so that might persuade people not to attack us. Yeah, one thing I do want to do, I want to get you either suit, because this one is just absolutely mullered, so I need to get this one replaced. Right, well, let's do that. Let's 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 sort that out because according to me, there's like a, I think there's an, a, there's some Eva suits and an armory downstairs. Shall we go and check that out? Yeah. Unfo yep, unfortunately, uh, Pete, your uh, suit starts to give you alarms and yours is starting to decompress. She's she clearly ripped your yeah. suit somewhere in the fight. Yeah. Let, let's let, let's go. Let's go get some new fresh suits and um, some. Um, how can it's like um, motivation for people not to attack us? Something big and heavy and makes lots of noise and bigger holes, preferably. <laughs> I'm with that. So let's cut to uh, Mike's character, uh, Cham. Chem, I think it is Cham or Chem has, has caught up with you. Uh, let me double check that. Cham, Cham's caught up with you, uh, relayed the bad news that you've been ordered um, to clean the reactor. Uh, there's, well, there's something wrong with the reactor um, and that you're going to have to do a spacewalk. There's uh, three of the engines need some attention. Um, and he asks you what... Should we split up? Do you want to? Should we? What order do you want to do these in? Well, we've got a we've got um, Flynn hanging around. Oh yeah, Doctor Doctor Flynn. I guess it, do the inoculation. We need to do the inoculation first. Then it won't take long. Follow me. I'll give you the jabs, and then you can get on with your job safe in the knowledge you're not your head's not going to explode like that. Like poor Doctor Cooper. Well, last, last, I'm happy to go to the med lab for the inoculations, but last time when I left, my captain was arguing about whether we should have it or not. Do you want to come with me, speak to your captain? What do you want to do? Well, I think we're in these, we're in these suits. So let's get the, as we're in the suits, we seem to be safe in the suits. Let's go and get this, uh, Let's go and get things fixed first. 
and we'll see you at the med lab when we when we fixed everything. And then Flynn, clearly annoyed by this, if you're still alive, um, I'll be locked in the med lab, um, and I won't be letting in until you prove um, you're not one of those things. I'll see you there. And she storms, storms off. Um, give me an oxygen roll, Mike, while we're at it, crawling around on uh, out of that. Uh, crawl space is going to take its effect on your oxygen supply. Ooh, you now have one oxygen supply left. So, and you'd be aware of this. You'll have some kind of indicator uh, on your suit that you're rapidly running out of oxygen. I think maybe uh, Cham checks his supplies, um, and he he's he's perfect, perfectly fine. Um, but he, he suggests maybe that he should do the uh, spacewalk to are. sort out the engines and maybe you do the reactor then seeing as you're you're on low on oxygen he's got plenty to do the spacewalk yep that sounds like a good plan okay um, let's am I on the same level as the reactor or have I got to go down one level uh, let me have a look at reactor the core is is displayed on the level that you've got, um, but I don't, I'm not sure whether we're all on that level or not right now. Let me see. Yeah, you're all on deck A, um, so yeah, you'll need to go down a level uh, onto the. You can see on uh, roll 20 actually deck B, and you can see the reactor core down at the bottom there. I mean, you have to go past med lab anyway, so maybe you could call in on Dr. Flynn if you so wish. Uh, the the relay. Controls are on uh, 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 level C for the reactor. Oh, thank you. You're right. It's the the control room that needs some attention. So yeah, it is level C that you'll need to go down to, Mike. Thank you. I can. Uh, okay. I, I mean, you all. Um, when when the Montero first discovered the Kronos, you were all. Uh, Mother did bring up details of the ship so it's not a problem showing you the different so I've just dragged the players yep. uh, you should be able to see deck C as well now so you can see the reactor uh, and the control reactor control room down there uh, let's cut back to Johns and Miller while uh, Mike's character makes his way down to deck C what if uh, how's it going with you two it's great we're, we're best friends, friends now <laughs> yeah we, we, we discovered a mutual respect for each other and, and our, our own unique ways of leadership. So, Miller, uh, are you, um, you from around here? or? Um, uh, yeah, I'm not from what, space. I work in space. Oh, no? Oh. We, are we going to... So, so we got the reactor to sort out. We got the comms array to sort out. We sent the roughneck to do the uh, reactor and engine stuff. I suppose we'd better you better show me the comms array so we can get that online so we can actually say that we found you. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, so you you know to get any, um, I think Mother did indicate that that would need an, uh, a a walk on the outside. I mean, you two are trained to do those kind of walks, um, and there is the mechanic Horton part of. Uh, Oh no, that's not right. No, you don't have a mechanic, do you, on your uh, on your ship? 
uh, that survived anyway. Um, Luckily, Miller brought two. Yeah, yeah. I've so, got loads of mechanics, me. Um, uh, maybe for the for the for the game, let's say that uh, Cham walks past uh, and hears and hears this and says, "Yeah, you know, I I, I can't do the uh, the engines and the comms ray. If you want to do the AV walk with me, you know, one of you or both of you, I can show you what to do. I'll sort the engines. You do the comms ray. Let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk." Let's, let's go get some EVA suits and let's go for a walk. I tell you what, I've been asleep for 73 years. I could use some fresh air. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I guess there's less. I guess it's there's not air you're going to be fine, though, is it, really? Let's be honest. Um, okay, let's quickly. Oh, Mike's gone. So we won't revisit Mike. So we'll. Um, let's quickly revisit. Uh, while you're making your way to uh, the airlock and getting suited and booted to do an AV walk. Uh, we'll cut back to Jacko and Pete, your characters. What what are they doing right now? I've forgotten what your plan was. So you've just been attacked by Reed. She's We're gone running off into the distance around a corner. Yeah, so we was heading down to for EVA suits and then try and get pulled up. So which deck were you heading to, sorry? Uh, deck B, I think it was. Yeah, going down the stairwell, trying to get um, something to keep ourselves a bit alive for longer, really. And you're heading to. Yeah, uh, we're going to the we're going into the, the vessel to to get some new EVA suits. From what I've been told by Davies here, I think uh, some fresh um, environmental suits would be more useful than guns right now. So when you more when you but not. when you exit the stairwell. You can hear some arguments uh, coming down from from the corridor. You recognise Dr. Flynn's voice, but you don't recognise the voice of the other person. Um, and I'll leave that idea. Do you follow that those noises, or are you going to go straight to the the EVA suits? Uh, I, I say, like Flynn, I suggest we get ourselves prepared. Any any more bad shit which may or may not happen before we encounter any more bad shit which may or may not happen. That's my take. I'm at which point I'm heading towards the EVA. You're more than welcome to investigate to uh, the TVs. Uh, well, um, I, I really did to get I'm a new EVA. But I was just wondering whether you wanted to try and be a bit of a like a sneaky, stealthy one and hide away a little bit and listen in. But I, I really uh, do need to get so second, you're not the only person who needs new feet. I need new well, suit. You, that, 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 that creature Reed uh, did one on my suit, so I think a new suit might for both to wash it works in this death trap of, of a ship would be preferable to one which doesn't. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I get him. If anyone knows how to wear a suit, issue. Um, so when. <laughs> when when you reach uh, that vestibule uh, area two, um, again, the lights are flickering and, and maybe at first you jump back because you see these big towering uh, suits in front of you and, and they're not the pressure suits you were hoping for. These are big red uh, armored uh, AV suits for, for walking out on the ship. They're not gonna be very good for maneuvering around um, 
inside the ship. They're just they're just too bulky. Oh shit. Okay. Um let's let's go and get guns. I like guns. They make people less less scary. What do you reckon what do you reckon, Davies? Do you like that getting some guns? Well, if you want to go and get me one, I'm quite happy. Because at the moment, I've still got this flamethrower anyway, and uh, yeah, so okay. I'm I'm quite happy keeping a lookout, sort of thing, and maybe trying to listen in on those other guys if they're still about. I'm going to get myself something which which may be a little, little bit more intimidating, shall we say? Yeah. No, if you find something good, then I'll take one off of you. But I'll try and uh, listen in on these guys if they're still going. Um. So. Pete, you've been to the armor before, so you know where to go. You know what's in there. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah, assign I'll, I'll the pulse. I'll, I'll, I think I might take... Um, you're taking that pulse rifle. I'll, I might take them from which is... Yeah, the one with the biggest holes, really, to be honest with you. Um, let me just assign that to your... Um, How many are there? Is it just the one? Just the one, yeah. I'm going to assign that to your journal um, for the moment, so you should see that appear soon. Uh, I think I'll probably also get a day. Uh, how many shotguns are there? There was there was five shotgun shells scattered on the floor. There isn't there's a five shotgun. shotguns. Right, there's no other weapons in. There's no other weapons in there. Just the shotgun shells. Yeah, just just yeah. the pulse rifle. Uh, uh, okay. The pulse rifle has uh, one reload. See what clips so I can get for the pulse. Just one. There's one just available. Just one clip. One reload. Yeah. Uh, so it's got one clip okay. in it and one clip to reload. That's as a reload. Yeah. Okay, then I'll, I will happily grab that and, um, um, yeah. That's um, in your journal now. Towards uh, uh, Davies, I think. Actually, yeah, so... no, what I'll do, because um, there's the um, there's the corporate suite, isn't there? Um, I might go and see what's, what's straight back to him. All right, I'll, I'll cut back to you in the moment. That's, I, I think that's a very uh, Whalen Utani agent thing to do is go check out that. <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, uh, Davies, you've made your way down the the corridor a bit, and you see um, at the door to the med lab is uh, a person that you haven't met yet, and they seem to be uh, arguing with Doc, Dr. Flynn. Uh, and they say, look, look, Flynn, it's me, Clayton, and myself. I'm not, I, I, I took your bloody inoculation. I'm fine. I just want to talk. I need to talk to you. Let me in. And you can hear Flynn saying, no, I don't, I, I don't trust you. I don't trust anyone now. There's people on this ship. I don't know, strangers. Um, I, I, I think I'm just going to stay in here for a bit and calm down. I'm really stressed. I'm, I'm panicking. I'm staying in here. I'm not letting anyone in. So Flynn's locked herself in, yeah? Dr. Flynn's in there and someone claiming to be a person called Clayton uh, is stood outside. You can see the glass windows of the med yeah. lab and the door um, and, and Clayton's telling Flynn to let them in. So right, okay. uh, Clayton's in the corridor with you. She hasn't noticed you yet. Uh, yeah. You haven't met right. Clayton yet. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, because at the moment they've not noticed me because I've been quite sneaky, haven't I? Yeah. Um, right, okay. Um, I'm going to just call out and I'm just going to say, like, who the fuck are you? You know, what's, you know, what's going on? Um, and 
making friends and influencing people. Yeah. They, they, uh, That's my style, man. That's my style. They, they splint around, and they're they're a real cool cookie, bit of a hard, hard ass, and they. Uh, I I suppose you're from the ship that's arrived, are you? Yeah, yeah, we're we're your ticket out of here, but only if like I start understanding what's going on around here. As I say, no one's getting on my ship until I understand, yeah, what we're up against. Um, and you see her, her face soften, uh, and she says, and she repeats that ticket out of here. That's music to my ears. Um, can we have a, a a little chat for a moment? And she gestures you to just get out of the way of of Flynn's um, earshot, and. Um, she she explains to you that she's uh, she's a Whalen Utani agent, um, and if you help me, I can make you a very rich man. I I need to get off this ship, but I need to take him with me. His research could change change the way we understand life the way we understand disease the way we cure uh, it's going to change the world we need to take him off the ship get him out of danger take as much research as we can and get out of here I, i've got more money than you could ever dream of just get get me off the ship <laughs> unfortunately guys got to leave it there as you can see things are really starting to ramp up things are getting pretty tense around here we will be back pretty soon with the next installment it's time for the kickstarter kick around The first Kickstarter we're going to take a look at this week is called Hibernation. This might sound familiar to regular listeners of the show, as back in episode 32, we had an interview with Sean Chappell from Ramstar Games. Anyway, in Hibernation, it's a two or four player tile laying game, which is inspired by classic games like Othello. In this version, though, you'll be using hexagonal tiles, and it has a new theme where you'll be playing as workers and drones that are a part of a bee colony. So in the game, players are going to assume control of one of the two factions. Each player takes it in turns in building a hive around the queen, who is the matriarch and anchor of the game. As a hive develops, players can add to their bees by playing bee tiles from the hand or converting their opponent's bee tiles using the pincer movement. And that is exactly what it was in Othello, which is where you have one of your pieces at the opposite end of the line. Anything that's in between the two will get flipped over to join your side. At the end of the game, whoever has the most bees face up is the winner. The game also features three different modes that allow you to vary the duration of the game, so if you wanted a quick skirmish or if you wanted an epic battle. 
I think it's fair to say they've taken an old, classic, tactical, but bland game and given it a nice modern theme. It also has some powerful speciality tiles, such as a bear or beekeeper, that can really add an extra level of replayability. We're getting in nice and early on this one, so the time recording is 24 days still to go. This is looking to finish on Thursday, May the 13th. If print and plays are your thing, then you'll be able to pick up a PDF copy of this for £5. If you prefer a physical copy, then this will set you back 30 Canadian dollars, so that's about £18. Unfortunately, these are available in the US and Canada only. If this game is sounding interesting to you and you haven't listened to episode 32, it might be worthwhile going back and listening to Sean Chappell explaining all the fineries that go with the game. Kickstarter I want to take a look at is Longshot the Dice Game. So this is a re-implementation of the Longshot game that was out in 2009. And both of these are designed by Chris Handy. In Longshot the Dice Game, you and up to 8 players will strategize and push your luck as the action unfolds in a tense race of 8 horses. During the game you're going to buy horses, place bets, influence race movement and utilize special abilities. This seems to have a lot of similarities to a game I really like called Downforce. In the game there are two dice, there's a D8 and a D6. So the D8 is going to determine which horse is going to move, and the D6 is going to be the amount of spaces that he moves, and the options which are available each turn. Once three horses cross the finish line, all the earnings are totaled up. While there are many ways to earn money during the horse race, only the player that makes the most money will be declared the winner. I think the new cartoony design on it suits the theme really well and is a big improvement on the previous edition. The game should take between 20 to 30 minutes and is recommended for ages 14 plus. Funding for this has gone really well, it's currently sitting at £62,000 of its 7000 target and at the time of recording there's 5 days to go. This campaign should finish on Sunday April 25th. If this sounds interesting to you, you'll be able to pick up a copy for £19. They're also offering a roll and write bundle where you better get Longshot and the roll and write game, which is also set in the same world. You'll better pick up both of these games for £35. So if you were fond of Camel Up, I think this could be a fun alternative. The last game we want to look at this week is another revamp and this one is Sentinels of the Multiverse, the definitive edition. Sentinels of the Multiverse originally came out in 2010. In the game, each player is going to select a comic book superhero, and these are actual superheroes that the Sentinel guys have actually created themselves. Each hero is looking to power themselves up, and then you're going to be going up against a villain. In a nice twist of the game, you can also play in dynamic different environments that do have an effect on how you play. In the past it has been described as a very good game but it can get a bit mathsy. In this new edition they have streamlined the rules to try and make it a lot less clunky. They've also revamped the art and rewritten the rules just so it all plays a lot smoother. They've also got greater than games that are going to be publishing it this time around. Once again, funding for this has gone incredibly well, with it raising over £300,000 when it had a target goal of £36,000. 
the time of recording is still four days to go and this one we'll be looking to finish on Saturday April the 24th. A couple of things I do like about this Kickstarter is that they are offering simple buying levels where if you just want to get the core game this will cost you £37 or if you want to get it with sleeves then it's going to cost you £91 uh, yeah that's a massive jump just for sleeves but oh well but a very nice addition to this is that they are actually offering a 90 day money back guarantee if you don't like the game just a word of warning though one thing I did discover is that if you are outside the US and Canada the price of postage is a lot so you're talking about a cheap end if you are in say UK or various parts of Europe you're looking at an extra $35 which is getting on for two thirds of the cost of the actual game in the US itself isn't too bad you're only looking at $9 the other thing to be aware of is if you are in the UK and other EU countries you might well have to pay VAT on top of that to be fair to them though at least they have let you know in advance Thanks for listening, hope you enjoyed the show, I'd like to say a massive thank you once again to all the fellow ramblers who joined me in this latest alien adventure. Remember all the show notes for what we cover in today's show are available on the Tabletop Ramble website and we also do have our Discord channel so if you want to join us for Ramble you'll be more than welcome. So until next week, make sure you stay safe, stay healthy and I'll speak to you then.